mama, hey I'm glad to see you here with me I know it gets rough, please don't give up Today we gon' shake off all that weight Put your head up high, crown to the sky Walk in my face, and up by sight Take my hand and hold it tight Those cloudy days, kiss the goodbye So hey mama, hey mama, hey Glowing even through the rain I promise you'll see better days All you need is a little faith Take my hand and we'll have a dance Just some laugh with friends And we'll ride into the very What's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the My Sisters Glow Podcast. I'm your host, E. Mace. If it's your first time listening, welcome, sis. I'm so happy you're here. If you are one of my loyal listeners, I love you, sis. And I know y'all are sick of me this season. Oh my gosh, this is probably one of the most inconsistent seasons I've ever had. I've been podcasting for a little over a year. Um, so I appreciate y'all patience. I'm not even going to give y'all no excuses because there is none. Um, but I will say that like, I have not been recording just simply because I'm never going to open my mouth unless I've been directed to do so. So, you know, we grow together, we learn together, we glow together. So again, if you're a first time listener, welcome to the show. If you have been waiting for me to upload a new episode thank you for your patience boo it is a virtue and i am forever grateful for you so i'm gonna keep it g with y'all like i did in last episode and every other episode i have been going through a lot of changes uh not in a bad way obviously but in a way of like growth and on if you follow me on on social media i posted a picture um on Sunday, me, my fiance, and my daughters, we got family pictures done. And we did these family pictures because, you know, if you ever been married or, you know, do wedding planning, much of the wedding is uh, centered around uh, the bride and the groom. But in this case, you know, my family is becoming a blended family. And I have a daughter that is nine. And, um, you know, she very much remembers when me and her father were together. So, I wanted to make sure that I treated this transition with care for her. So one of the ways I wanted to do that was um, with a photo shoot because we are becoming a family. We, My fiance and I have been together for about three years. Um, so we've been a family, but this uh, photo shoot was just a way to commemorate it and, you know, to have fun with the kids. And so I made a post. Um, again, if you do not follow me, on um social media you should my name on facebook is not elisha mason and is now candice davis and my name on instagram is at e underscore m-a-s-e mace so um anyway the post is a picture of me my daughters and my fiance we're all holding hands and we just were kind of walking and talking and laughing and the photographer um, she told us what to do, right? She was like, listen, I want y'all to hold hands. Um, oh, shout out to Kiana Purnell. She is the GOAT. She's super lit. That's who did it. And I will put her information in the show notes. But um, she's the one who took the picture. So she gave us a direction. She's like, listen, I want y'all to interact with each other. Um, walk slowly, hold hands, and y'all just do y'all. So I'm sh- like, we were so awkward. Like, y'all, what are we supposed to do? So this shot that she got... Um, granted, she told us what to do, but it is really a candid shot 
of us just being us. We were laughing. We were talking. Um, literally, we were not looking at the camera at all. Um, but the post that was under it read this. Um, so let's be clear. This photo is part of the highlight reel. But much like much of my journey from single motherhood to wife life, there were a lot of behind the scenes editing necessary to make this happen. Photographers often have the ability to make what seems to be an unusual, well, excuse me, y'all, unusable shot and make it into a masterpiece. Then it hit me. That's what God does for me. He can see the beauty in the picture even when it's not clear to me. So yes, I chose to have children outside of marriage. Yes, I was once a toxic baby mama with a vengeance in my heart that it scared even me. Yes, I messed up my priorities in the past. And yes, I'ma probably mess up tomorrow. Thankfully, my blemishes don't destroy the whole picture. Thankfully, I have grace and mercy because I'm full of imperfections. If you're reading this post and you think, when is it going to be my time? Or I didn't plan for things to be this way. Just know that I felt the same. Getting what God had for me was and is a continuous choice of choosing his will over my own daily. Yes, it is uncomfortable sometimes. And yes, I often don't understand what he's about to do. But what I do know is God is a photographer. We're the muse. We just have to listen for direction and allow him to make the edits. And y'all, this little post went up, y'all. Like almost, like I got 10 shares, like a lot of comments and almost 400 people liked the post. And I really have been in a lot of reflection lately just because big changes are coming up. Um, I am wrapping up my master's degree. I graduate in May. Um, I'm getting married in June. And, you know, I'm working in my field now as a therapist. And so as you as you go through transitions, um, even when the transitions are good transitions, they can still be difficult because you are now going into a place that you've never been in before. And that requires you to get out of your comfort zone. And a lot of times people ask me like, or they'll say to me, you know, especially when it comes to my relationship with my fiance, they'll say like, you know, I can't wait to have the love like you have or whatever, or I can't wait till I'm done with school because they've seen me complete three degrees or like, you know, for people who are aspiring to do podcasts, like, you know, I can't wait until mine is up and running. I can't wait until this, until that. And what I want to say to everybody who is in that I can't wait and I'm ready for whether it's for a child, whether it's for a spouse, whether it is for your business, your degree or whatever God is taking you is to number one, honor your journey. But two, while you're in that season, know that every season does have purpose. So for me, y'all, I really, really genuinely love, 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 love more than anything uh, to rep- record the podcast. And um, in this season, God has like had me in a, I'm not going to say in a place of silence, but there's been a lot of behind the scenes things that have been going on as far as like my growth and my maturity as a woman because y'all I'm truly transitioning like I've never been a wife before my relationship with God is going deeper I've never been in this place before and so it requires you to stop running your mouth and to pay attention and I was just like God like what are my listeners going to think what are people going to think of me I don't want to look inconsistent by any means But it just came a point where I had to shift my focus off of what I thought about myself and what people thought about myself and put my focus on what God says about me. So in shifting my focus from what I thought and believed about me or what I thought other people's perception 
uh, was going to be and shifting it more on God, I really had to apply that to every aspect of my life. So what I mean by that, y'all, is that sometimes as mothers, we are really hard on ourselves because we make human mistakes. I feel like as moms, we feel like we always have to have it right. Um, I know for me, when I was a single mother, I felt like I had somehow failed my children because, you know, I was no longer with their father and they didn't have like, quote unquote, a family um, in a traditional way. And I just kept being like so hard on myself. And like, truthfully, my thoughts were really unkind to myself and what I perceived that, and I really don't know if people really felt this way or not, you know, I just assumed that because I was being unkind to myself that others were thinking and feeling unkind things about me as well. But the truth is, is that when we begin to see ourselves through the eyes of God, it takes so much weight off of your shoulders. So and in preparing for this wedding, one of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to lose a little weight because I think it's safe to say that we all put a little you know, pounds around the middle on during quarantine because we had nothing to do but to be stuck in the house eating snacks, right? So what I started doing is I started um, shifting some things in my diet. So it was like little stuff like um, taking bread out of my diet, taking pasta out of my diet, and um, cutting back on sodas and increasing water. In addition to that, I have a friend who is a bye-bye belly consultant and being like, consistent with the stuff that she gave me and then of course being become becoming more physically active and I know that sounds like a lot but what oh and I'm I forgot to mention this I'm also a part of um my sister Gabby um she has Gabby Athletics um she does like right at home workouts so it's like a virtual gym it's been a godsend because I don't have time to go to the actual gym but anyway, I did all of these things. And when I first started doing them, it was difficult because I felt like I was never going to lose weight. I felt like I was never going to um, get to the size I wanted to be or whatever. And while I'm still not there, I have been losing weight. Like I've lost a total of about seven or eight pounds. Woo woo. And I feel amazing. You know, like I now will, you know, walk in my development or whatever, um, you know, do become a little more active. And the reason why I started doing this is that I shift my perspective on the whole weight loss journey. So instead of it being like, a, you know, I'm trying to have a flat stomach for the summer, it became a thing of God loves me so much that he put my body together in such a unique and beautiful way. So because he loves me that much, the least I could do is honor it, right? So then it became easier for me to stop eating when I got full. It became easier for me to um, turn down my plate or whatever when it's something that's not necessarily in the best interest for me. It becomes easier to eat smaller portions because I'm eating for energy, not to just, you know, get enjoyment out of it. And that's what worked for me. And so then I started looking at other areas of my life where this was applied to. When it comes to um, being a mom, you know, it's, you know, while it does become difficult, it's, okay, God loves me so much that he let me borrow these little girls to raise them because they're his children and I'm just their earthly mother who raises them. He loves me so much that he gifted me this opportunity to be a mother. The least I could do is be intentional about it. And the same thing applies to my relationship with my soon-to-be husband, you know, God loves me so much that he made provision and made a way for me to experience 
healthy love in this way. And while our relationship is not perfect by any means, um, it certainly is the most healthy relationship I've ever been in. And you, when I'm telling y'all like God's choices for us, whether that is a spouse, whether that is a job, whether that's a business, a car, a house or whatever, when it's God's choice, it is so much better for us. And it is beyond what you could imagine for yourself. So a lot of times getting from where you are to what God desires for you requires you to leave where you currently are. And that is difficult, y'all. That is difficult. I often say, especially when it pertains to my relationship, one of the hardest things that I had to decide was to walk away from the previous relationship. And I always tell people walking away from that relationship, despite it not being healthy, it wasn't a thing of lack of love for that person at that time. But it was just, you know what, I prayed, God has already told me no. And I don't know what's ahead of us. But I know that God said this is not where I'm supposed to be. So I I have to walk away from this. And it was hard, y'all. Like, I mean, I cried a lot of nights. There were a lot of nights that I had my girlfriends come over and stay. So, you know, to hold me accountable so I wouldn't go see him. I wouldn't invite him over or anything like that. And that's difficult, right? So that requires us to be honest with ourselves. That requires us to be honest with those that God had placed in our life to keep us accountable. Because the Bible does say that iron sharpens iron. But the last thing that we want to do is reveal our flaws to others and we definitely don't like revealing them to ourselves so um so a scripture to support this is romans 8 37 to 39 and i'm reading the niv version no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for i am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. And so for me, what that scripture means is that it doesn't matter how much I screw up. It doesn't matter how many wrong left turns I take in my own will. God loves me so much that my own mistakes and my own wrongful choices cannot separate me from his love it doesn't disqualify me for the things that he has for me you know and so I pray that everybody that is listening to this is that you really will stop and you will take accurate assessment that requires you to be real for yourself so if you're in a situation whether that's a job a house a car relationship friendship or even the way that you parent your children and you know that like I, you know, I've been doing this this way for a long time, but it's not really getting me where I'm supposed to be. It's not really giving what it was supposed to have gave, right? Like when you really take assessment of that and really think about that, be real with yourself. Like, and I know that that seems like it might be easier, but that's really actually hard for people to be real with themselves and say, you know, like, I, what I'm doing ain't healthy. What I'm trying to force to work and fit in place is not fitting in place. And that's why you're uncomfortable. That's why things seem to like fall through because God never really desired for you to stay in that situation or that place. But you've made yourself comfortable in a place for a lifetime that you was just supposed to be for a season and just learn the lesson and move on. So when the real thing came or the next thing came, you were ready for it. So I don't really know who that's for. And y'all, I'm going to be real. When I started this podcast, it wasn't even supposed to go that way. But I pray that whoever hears this, that you you get exactly what you need from it. 
So what this look, we, we have the scripture, right? And what this might look like practically is literally, I know like I am huge on writing things down. So every episode I say something like this, but y'all, it works. Make a pro and a con list and be real with yourself. Like you don't have to show nobody else, but you and God, right? And be real with yourself about the habits and the thinkings, um, patterns that you have. And think about like how successful is it really going for you? Like, is it really working out for you the way that it's supposed to be secondly if you need to know whether or not what you're doing is right or wrong listen you have i'm sure you have a phone i'm sure you have a tablet i'm sure you have a laptop or you have access to some kind of internet and if you don't find somebody that does google it and see if it aligns with the word of god i always say that because i feel like you will have different people who will have different revelations interpretations whatever but the one thing that is consistent and that has been true through the test of time is the word of god literally google it does self-doubt align with god's word does an abusive relationship whether that's emotional physical sexual or spiritual abuse does it align with god's word is this what God wants for me to do? Like, you know, me, you not being your best healthy self and choosing to overeat, does that align with God's word? And if it doesn't, that is a clear indication that there needs to be some kind of change. So after you assess your situation, you do your pros and your cons or whatever, know a lot of people might feel like this is difficult but pray i promise to you god is not like just not listening to you i know sometimes my best friend will say like girl like you and god are besties but like he talks to everybody and that might come out through a dream that may come through the word of somebody else you may ask god for clarity on a situation he he might send somebody on your job or somebody at the daycare where your kids go to or, or their coach or whatever and they might confirm what god is trying to tell you but because it's not what you want to hear you might dismiss it so be open to hearing whatever god is going to say back to you so step one is assess where you are step two align it with the word of god step three is go to him in prayer if you feel like you struggle with putting language to your prayers again god is not offended because you look up a scripture always incorporate his word in your prayers and if you need to write them out and then read the prayer out to god okay like he's not offended that we have to be strategic in these ways okay so again assess where you are Two, align it with the word three go to god in prayer step four be open and listen for the response okay it may not come in the package or the form that you may want it to but trust that god's plan and his will for you is greater than what you could imagine for yourself because even as people we are flawed the way that we see ourselves we are flawed the way that we love ourselves sometimes we are our own worst critics so the way that we have for ourselves it could be more um could be more detrimental than what god intends for us so it's important to know these things and then I would say lastly, excuse me, y'all, get an accountability partner. So we all have that one friend that's like brutally honest and we sometimes are afraid to go to him or her. But sometimes those are the friends that we need the most. And while they may be the ones that don't sugarcoat stuff and it may seem like it's kind of harsh or brutal, these are more than likely your most uh realist friends is because they're being honest with you because they love you and that doesn't feel good and maybe you need to ask god about who you need to go to because you don't want to take it to somebody that's going to damage you or knock you down but you want to go to somebody that's going to keep you accountable accountability takes you a long way but again you have to be open to that 
So listen, y'all, I'm going to get off of here because that was all God gave me. And I don't believe in uh, going beyond what God says. So I'm getting ready to shut it down. But I'm going to close us out in prayer. Um, In the show notes, I'm going to put my email. I'm going to do my best to be more interactive with you guys. But if this show, like, you know, or this episode, excuse me, has been hitting home for you or it's been helpful, please, like, reach out, email me, give me your testimonials, what you think about the show. Uh, what are some of the things that you want to hear on the show? And I would definitely put them before God and ask him about those things. But I want to hear back from you guys. So I'm going to close this out in prayer. Father, we thank you and praise you for another day, God. We thank you for our opportunity to come together as sisters in Christ, God. And whether they are listening to this on at work, on their way to work, at home, or wherever they are listening to this, I pray that your daughters hear this, God, and it does what it, you need it to do, Father God. Your word says that nothing can separate us from your love, God. So we just want to say thank you, Father. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being consistent. Thank you for being good. Thank you for being faithful even when we're unfaithful. Thank you for being an, uh, a perfect God in a flawed world, God. And God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will touch the heart of every woman that's listening to my voice, God. That you will go into her home, God, and you will mend every broken place and you will heal and open her eyes to the things that you need her to see, God. God, that she will take the appropriate assessment of her heart and her life the way that you desire for her to do so, God. And God, I pray that you will send her the tribe and the support that you need her to have, God. God, we are speaking godly uh, accountability, godly friendships, godly sisterhood, God, in the name of Jesus, because your word says that iron sharpens iron and you honor community. So Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to serve your daughter's father. And I pray that everybody who is listening will get what they need. In your son, Jesus name, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Until next time. Peace.